to you from the top of the Poconos, it's the Balcony Show with your host, Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music, so you don't have to. So here we go, the Balcony Show. Hi, everybody, to the Balcony Show. Thanks for listening. The, your, your place for independent music, right, Mad Cat? Yep. It's just the two of us tonight, me and the Mad Cat of... Just the two of us. <laughs> we can take make it, over. it if we can. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we have Mike. Uh, uh, he's... Abducted by ab- aliens Abducted again. by yeah. aliens. And uh, the girls couldn't be with us because they are dealing with some family issues. So our thoughts and prayers are with the two of them. And um, we hope that they'll be back real soon. I love you girls, and I'll be sure to sacrifice small animals in your honor. Oh yeah, that, that ought to make them. <laughs> well, we got we got some neighborhood animals that are just kind of running around, so I guess it's only fitting that I sacrifice them. So, all right, I got it. <laughs> listen, what in the heck was Kanye West thinking? What in the heck was he thinking? I don't. I don't think he was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just become impulsive. Regardless of what what side of the aisle you lay on, uh, to to literally stick to per, the proverbial fork in the light socket uh, to a career, you know, I mean, I, no matter what you feel about the issues, I mean, I, I don't really want to get into the the technical right, about, right. but th- but this is tantamount to the stop, slow down, take a breath. <laughs> Okay, because you you can't have your voice without being the one who completely sabotages your own career. Lost over a billion dollars in a day. You know what I mean? That's insane. And then goes and does a further insane thing by showing up. Hey, Skechers, you want to pick me up now? No. You know what? And this is the thing where it's like. Do you think people get to the point that they're so famous and so full of themselves that they just don't get it anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I kind of get like, I, I'm I'm bordering on, is this really a mental illness or is this a, a ploy? It's hubris. You know what I mean? It's hubris. You know, uh, money can breed that kind of untouchable in, insanity. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, I'm such a brand now that... And, and you can't touch this and it, kind of thing. And the funny thing about being at the top of the ladder, okay, is that the longer the climb, the harder the fall. You know what I mean? But And you can fall. This is the thing that people don't get. And that's why it's it's always important to learn how to, to dance once you reach the top of the mountain. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean? You know what? I, 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 I got to say for, for me, you know, just just for me looking at it, there's so many people with the artists that we deal with, Mad Cat, that would absolutely love just a fraction of the opportunity that this gentleman has. So I'm, I'm kind of a little ticked off that he's used his celebrity not to pull up some other people, but to damage, you his, know what I mean? His Why? Own, Why? Why put the fork he, in that? You know what I mean? He's scuttling his own ship, and it's, you know... And again, it's it's not to say that you're not allowed to have a voice. You can have a voice, but you know. Uh, but isn't there a way to do something? I guess that's yeah. you know what my I, I, that's I, the way that I was raised. You know what I mean? Not your opinion is not always that important. Sometimes there's a bigger picture. Take a breath, like you said. Right. And there's I, no footman at his door anymore. And I think I think <laughs> I think that's kind of been the the rule of thumb for so many nowadays. Is that. Uh, outline outlandishness to them to to anyone out there either side of the aisle outlandishness for them in their mind wins the day. The, uh, I think you're right. The, I, the I more outlandish I can be, uh, they they feel like that's their 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 own market thing, and it, we need to just take a breath, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, some of this we is all really just crazy. need to take a breath. And we're <laughs> gonna well, we have different moon. Uh, I got a different moon, I tell you what. (laughs) Different moon is on the program tonight, and uh, you're going to love this stuff. He is a really great guy. We, um, you're going to enjoy listening to this young man because he is, 
uh, Jim Piper, he he's just a really cool dude. Yep. Loves what he's doing, and it's apparent in his songs. But first, hit it, Dave. Useless facts. Facts that are freaking useless. useless. They're freaking useless. All right, well, useless facts about money. See? I did that on purpose. Money, 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 money. With the one billion loss and everything, everybody's talking about money all the time. And money Money is... Money talks! Yeah. Everything is money these days. Come on, come on. Do it for the money. (laughs) Yeah. You know know what? We'll just dive right into this. Useless fact about money, number one. Microwaving your bill can get the vending machine to accept it. Did you know that? But where are they going to have a mic? Well, I guess they would in the in the break room where the vending machine is, right? Yeah, I guess. I did yeah. not know that. So I want to be around when you tell somebody to microwave that yeah. bill. It microwave that bill! <laughs> it won't take my money. <laughs> Stick it in the microwave. It'll be just fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, useless fact about money. Number two. Knights used special rings as a form of payment. Because of lurking robbers, knights in the Middle Ages did not want to carry coins in their pockets. Instead, they wore special rings. If a knight frequented a tavern, he would stamp the bill with his ring. The owner would then take the stamped bill to the knight's castle to be paid what he was owed. That's actually really cool. I did not know that either. No, I I thought that was a cool fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, and, and again, that, that goes a long way into saying that our modern banking system... We have the the Templar Knights to thank for that because their wealth had grown so vast that they needed to have access to it no matter where they traveled to. So they set up their own banking system. The only thing it would suck for the bartender or the tavern because he'd have to go collect all this money. From <laughs> right. One, you know what I mean? That's a lot of traveling. All right. Useless fact about money. Number three, there are more bacteria on your bills than you think. Money is indeed dirtier than a household toilet. (laughs) One NYU study found more than 3,000 types of organisms on just $81 bills that linked to pneumonia and food poisoning. Hell yeah. Like, I'll take your dirty money. (laughs) I can't think how many. Let me save you. (laughs) I cannot think how many times I've put money in my mouth. Yeah, well, now I would, I would not, I would think twice about it. I gotta be honest. But once again, that's just a testament to my immortality. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I'm a bartender. I handle money constantly, and I'm still alive. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I'm suddenly feeling a bit ill. Useless facts about money. Number four. Oh. Love this. Yep. Uh, numismatics. Yep is the official name for studying money facts. Know all the money facts and impress others by having a certified money expert on your resume. Did you know that you could become a a certified money expert? I did not know that. I think I would like to become a certified money expert. Does it pay well? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All right. Probably not. Useless fact about money number five. Rats ate $2.1 billion of Pablo Escobar's loose change. Infamous drug lord Pablo Escobar had so much spare cash laying around that he lost more than $2 billion to rats. He kept his cash in a warehouse since he couldn't deposit them to, ba- to a bank. Uh, this, this issue for... Um, this, oh, this was an issue. Yeah, this was an issue for Escobar since he only lost 10% of his savings because of these pests. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing the video footage. He's, he bought, he spent $2,500 like $2, or something like that, crazy, some crazy amount of yeah. money, too, buying rubber bands for his cash. Yeah, and there, there's some that say that he still has some cash stores out there that, have, sure. that have yet to be found. I'm sure. I mean, a dude had, you know... You know, that'll be like the new Curly's Gold years to come. Yeah. All right. So um, useless fact about money number six. A great deal of U.S. currency contains trace amounts of cocaine. (laughs) A 2009 study found that anywhere from 90% to 94% of bills contain the illegal white substance. I this 
I have heard. I mean, come on. you We I rock USA. Come on. Well, you figure they just had, um, uh, what was it, the other day, a confiscation of, they just arrested somebody uh, trying to ship 22 tons of cocaine from the uh, Philippines. <gasps> you know, it's, it's over a billion freaking dollars. You That's know, crazy. Just amazing. That's crazy. That this is the thing. Well, I don't know. There's so much going on. It's just, it's it's insane. And and the again, you know what? George Carlin said it best. You want to stop the drugs into this country? Start arresting the, the white American bankers who are laundering the damn money. You know, they 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 spend well, so much time chasing all the other the lower ap- epsilons. That's that, true, but you got to consider also that I don't I don't think it's as black and white as that. I mean, you do have, probably not, but you know that. If you're if you're a banker and one of these guys needs you to launder their money, then well, you know, launder my money or your family disappears. You know what I mean? It's it's one of the things. <laughs> yeah, that might be persuade. That might be a persuasion. Uh, but, but, but that's how they get a lot of these guys. And the next right. thing you know, these these guys wind up doing it for so long. Well, that what was it? It becomes oh, like yeah, it that becomes uh, like Stockholm syndrome where they just the series that was all about that him laundering money with Justin Bateman. Did you? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ozark. Ozark. Oh Which my god, that was so good. I didn't finish it yet. I didn't finish it yet. Uh, at least this last season. And yeah, I mean that the show was great. I enjoyed it. I think the kids are stupid and annoying. You know, but they're stupid and annoying. I'm sorry. You're watching the show and you're listening. And I'm thinking, if I had kids, my kids would not be this big idiots. Especially when they just saw people get smoked. And you as the mother and father would sit there and be like, look, you kids can't be acting crazy like this anymore. Okay, because you're going to get your entire family killed. And then what do they do? They go out and just do dumb crap all over again. But for me, the 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 runaway will the runaway person on that show for me will always be uh what's her name? Uh the little blonde haired girl. What a phenomenal talent! I her her arc in just the the you know I I got the last season that I got to watch, but her arc in, since the beginning of the show has been perfect, and she gave me one of the most favorite lines that I could ever ask for in a TV show. Dave, get ready for the censor board, but when she sits there and looks at him and goes, "I don't know shit about fuck," and I'm just like, that is the greatest line ever, because and with that thick southern accent, it's perfect. She she has such a great character arc. She's a little boss lady, and that's I think that was. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, she's just what a phenomenal talent. I can't yep. wait to see what she does in the future too. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, she's definitely blueprinted her her life going forward. Yeah. So, anyways, well, we're gonna get things started with the first song tonight, and that's gonna be "Give Me Room" from Fire Tiger. Let's get the show started. Give me room to be okay. Oh, 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 oh,
We're back on the Balcony Show, and right now we have the song Somewhere in the Middle by Different Moon. So give it a listen, and when you come back, we will be on the phone with Jim from Different Moon. So here we go. Thanks for listening to The Balcony Show, and we are very excited because we have Jim Piper on the phone from Different Moon, and uh, wow, <laughs> 14 singles, three, how many, really? Uh, t- yeah, I can't even, you, three EPs, 14 singles, you have 20 international song ni- songwriting nominations, I mean, this and then this song the, that we're going to be, one of the songs we're going to be hearing tonight, just got a write-up in Tuned Up magazine, which is amazing. So, welcome, sir. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Anne. Thanks, uh, the Balcony crew. Can I call you the Balcony yes, crew? Yes, you can. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. So, the first, our, our, our listeners just heard your song, Somewhere in the Middle. Um, I dig the 80s vibe kind of thing that you've got going on. 
I, I thought mean, I thought the little synth, uh, little synth pop, uh, more leaning to the rock side of it. But yeah, are we accurate? Yeah, are we accurate in that assessment? Yeah, I think so. I think you know, I I grew up in the '80s, so uh, that shows my age a little bit. But uh, but basically, a lot of the '80s music does inspire my songwriting, and uh, I think especially on Unstoppable, which we'll hear in a little while. Um, that is definitely has a, an 80s style synthwave type of uh, sound to it, and um, I think somewhere in the middle, which you just heard as well, uh, I, I like to incorporate a lot of these um, strong melodies that you know was very strong back in the 80s, and and uh, I think you'll hear in my music a lot of this um, you know um, melody driven pop rock um, type of uh, sound that uh, that really inspires me, and I think uh, other other listeners really um you know like to hear as well so what made you come up why music first of all um what made you start to really want to get into music well it's uh it's an interesting story i back in the middle school years i took some piano lessons and it seemed like uh i had a knack for writing my own songs and i think i i probably was doing a little bit too much of that instead of actually practicing on songs that my uh, piano teacher was telling me to play. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that being said, I just I was really inspired by just kind of being my own creative outlet and, uh, you know, coming up with a sequence of notes and chords and, and writing these really simple songs. And then um, as I got into the high school years, I met, I met a friend uh, named Mike and uh, found that we had something in common. We both liked to write songs. So before we knew it, we were both packing up our keyboards and uh, driving to our, our parents' houses, <laughs> starting to jam together and writing songs uh, all through high school and, and into the college years as we became adults into our 20s and 30s. Uh, we just had a great time, and we did it for fun, and it was really a great creative outlet for us and you know, really bonded us in our, in our friendship. And, and unfortunately, in, in the upper 30s, uh, Mike, uh, Mike passed away uh, pretty quickly, uh, suddenly, and uh, left, you know, left a big hole big hole in my heart really uh you know anytime you share this type of passion with someone as, and as a friend right. it, uh, it kind of breaks your heart you know so but you but look tough. what you're doing with that you know what i mean what a great testament to your friend look what you're yeah, creating and that's, and, and that's how i got into different moon because basically after he passed away i, I really wanted to honor his his memory so I uh, eventually reached out to a music studio in, in Los, Los Angeles and uh, who has a roster of session musicians. And I said, hey, I've got these, I've got these songs that I, I wrote with my buddy. He passed away. I really want to honor his memory. I'd like to you know, produce a, an EP and, um, using your session musicians and um, you know, just honor his memory. And so that's what I did. I released the EP, co-written. The first songs were co-written by Mike and myself together over the years. And next thing I know, we were getting some songwriting accolades, finishing at the finalists and a semifinalist and some popular songwriting competitions. And, and all of a sudden, I was getting some new fans reaching out saying, hey, I really love your music. So really, that's what uh, that's what drove it. It's, it's like um, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with it. But uh, after that, I, I kind of renewed my enthusiasm for songwriting and, and uh, writing music. I just decided to continue with it and, and release uh, new songs uh, under the different moon banner so tell me about unstoppable yeah unstoppable is really a, a the theme of the song is about self-empowerment really it's uh, about overcoming obstacles and adversity um that feeling of being strong and invincible kind of having like a, almost like a fire in your belly and i think a lot of people can relate to that um you know trying to take charge of your destiny and motivated to achieve success and uh i think i just wanted to kind of write a song that was optimistic and, and inspirational um you know these are these are tough times obviously and uh a lot of negativity in the world but i i wanted to go in the opposite direction and uh, write something inspiring and uh that's how uh, and thank I you for that you know? i gotta yes, say absolutely. thank you thank you thank it you it does come that. across that way too because the first word i wrote down in my notes was motivation yeah boom awesome there's so many songs out there right now that are so um you know like agony and (laughs) mental health issues and this this came in like a breath of fresh air you know (laughs) what i mean and i I think we could use some more of 
this kind of music because it really does make you feel good when you put it in your, you know, your, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're you driving along. I was driving along. I'm listening to Unstoppable. Yeah, you know, I get yeah. that head swinging yeah. and <laughs> stop at the stoplight. Well, mission accomplished. <laughs> stop at the stoplight and, and somebody looks at you and you're like, "That's right, because yeah. I'm unstoppable." Except at the stop sign, because you yeah. got to stop. You have to stop. The law. Can't be unstoppable. And you, you yeah, that, that's true, Rand. You got to be careful. Make sure you don't run the stop sign. <laughs> But anyways, let's take a quick break here and let our listeners hear this fantastic song, Stoppable by Different Moon.
And we are back on the balcony show with Jim from Different Moon. So, Jim, uh, what do you got co uh, coming up as we go forward? You got, you got uh, play dates out there? You getting ready to play out? <laughs> well, I'm actually not a performing, um, you know, musician. Um, wow. Basically, the, yeah, the song, I, I basically do the songwriting and work with my team of, uh, of musicians. Uh, we're kind of like a more or less a studio type of artist. Uh, just releasing songs. We don't perform publicly or anything like that. So, so I'm I'm out there on um, you know all basically all these streaming sites and and YouTube and you know wherever people might uh, hear hear music. I do license my songs um, to you might hear it in the mall or um, you know in a restaurant. I do license it there. So uh, every so often uh, I do get some shazams. We're like, who who? What song is that? Who's that artist? And I can look at my Shazam count and see that people are Shazamming my songs, which is, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see that. <laughs> so you're a true digital artist. True digital artist, that's true. And I do have some uh, some new music coming up I'm excited about. I've uh, written a Christmas song uh, that's getting released uh, November uh 4th, I think it is, whatever that first Friday is in November. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, we were looking for some holiday yeah. songs, weren't we, You're going to have to make sure you <laughs> send that song in. Yeah, because we were looking for some holiday music, so. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then uh, and then I'm going to follow that up in January. I have a song that's wrapping up production right now um, called Second Chance, and that's going to be a, a pop rock uh, alternative type of song. Uh, coming out in the beginning of January. I'm looking at January 6th for that song. So a couple songs on the horizon that uh, I think listeners will enjoy. So, Jim, let me ask you a question. So this is Mike, by the way. If you can't tell by my Mike. voice. But um, real quick, this is like a generic question, but I only ask it once in a while when it deems appropriate. So what is there something that comes first? You're a very prolific songwriter. What comes first, the music or the lyrics for you? Yeah, it's, it's a great question, Mike. And for me, it's really the music. Um, you know, I, I sit down at my keyboard or my piano, and I'll start writing a, a melody, um, depending on the type of mood. It'll either be upbeat or be more of a, of a ballad. It just depends on the mood. So I'll start writing the music. And, uh, and really, it's, it's, I start singing uh, gibberish <laughs> lyrics to these yeah. melodies. You, know, you, think, you, you, hear, you hear Paul McCartney write the song yesterday yes, by the right? Beatles. I think, I think he was singing Scrambled Eggs. Yeah, scrambled yesterday. Eggs, scrambled eggs like that's that. right. That was the working title for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. so, uh, I, do, I know, it's, it's strange, but that's what I do as a songwriter. I, I write these melodies, and then I start... The lyrics might not be totally formed, so I'll start writing, jotting down some syllables, mm -hmm. and I'll sing the song to these syllables, and then eventually I'll say, "All right, what's the song about?" And then I'll start kind of, you know, forming it into into the song that's going to become with the with the right lyrics. So when you're writing your syllables out, do you go by like a number system? Like I go by a number system, like a three, four, six, three, four, two, whatever, to get like yes. words that fit those syllables, the cadence, you know? Yes, exactly. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, you're a fellow songwriter, so you can certainly relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very cool. Hey, Jim, has, has do you feel your songwriting has evolved in any way, like, or in, and how has it evolved from when you were writing with Mike years ago? Yeah, I think so because you know when I was writing with Mike, um, this was you know many many years ago. So uh, as as time has progressed, and I've I've gotten into new artists. You know, I uh, a lot of my artists that I inspired me back in the day might be like you know genesis and pink floyd and uh elton john and you know and um you know phil collins paul mccartney but as i've gotten you know uh older um there's new bands that have inspired my my uh, my songwriting such as 21 pilots and awol nation um you know alan right. walker maybe you know so Ru ruel I, I really like ruel's music as well so I think uh, I think that kind of plays into it a little bit, and you kind of have to evolve as you're writing these uh, these songs and uh, and get current so that um, you can attract you know um, a younger audience as well as the uh, as the older audience that might right. uh, be more in tune with keep the it ADs fresh, play. right? Yeah, keep gotta it keep fresh. it fresh and experimental a little bit. Well, listen, Jim, I want to thank you for spending some time here with us on the show. Um, we look forward definitely to your 
holiday music. I oh, can't yeah. wait to hear your Christmas <laughs> song. And um, we're going to end things tonight with your final... From, from myth to legend. Yeah, I love the video for this. This was insane. Yeah, for sure. I love the video as well. And um, the video producer that I worked with on that uh, did a heck of a job. And uh, it's gotten a lot of views on YouTube. So I'm really, really happy about that. So, yeah, thanks for having me on the Balcony Show. I really appreciate it. It was nice talking to, to each one of you. No, it was Likewise. it was our pleasure, really. And, you know, say good, say good night, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, thank you for spending time with us. And we're going to take a listen to From Myth to Legend. Check out their music. Go to their website. What is it? Differentmoon.com? Com? Yes, different differentmoon.com. Which it, it's a really cool website, so go and take a look. Uh, you're really gonna love it. And download their music, support, 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 and I can't thank you enough. Take a listen to From Myth to Legend by Different Moon. And we'll be right back with the rest of the show.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. In today's fast-paced digital world, not only have the players changed, the game is no longer the same. Independent artists today must launch their own career without the backing of the majors or a big budget. They must promote it to radio themselves. Music and film understands this. We know where artists are coming from, where they want to go, and what they need to do to get there. We reach 250,000 radio stations in 180 countries. We are hands down the largest in the business. Please email promotions at musicandfilm.com. That's music with a K. With a K. With a K. Mad Cats, Mad Tracks. And on today's Mad Cats, Mad Tracks, we have the song Prince of Charm by Bobby and the Crew. So give it a listen. Here we go. Listening to the balcony show, we come to the end of another great episode. This is the end. This is the end. That net. what is it? The song that never ends. Oh, this is the song that never ends. So, a couple things coming up. If uh, you're in the area, uh, what what's Thanksgiving Eve is what November twenty fourth or twenty third uh, this Thanksgiving year? Twenty third this year. So the Mad Cat's going to be help hosting uh, karaoke. What bar is that going to be at? At the Goal Line. At the Goal Line. In East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. And you might you might find some other balcony members there. So uh, come out and uh, join us and have some fun karaoke. And you never know what what could happen to a person if they were really good and they they're you know. You know, it's one of the uh, all the years that I was a karaoke DJ. That was one of the things. Like when we got into it. Uh, Every, every karaoke company had these really just whack-ass systems that were just garbage. And I was just coming out of being in, in my own band. And when uh, when my buddy Lou decided he was going to start his karaoke company, uh, one of the things that was tantamount to what we were doing was sound and power. 
you know, because to 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 actual musicians and vocalists, karaoke was honestly the work of the devil to them. Right? Oh, sure. You know? Absolutely. So I wanted to make sure that uh, we had the ability to make a bad singer sound good, a good singer sound great, and a great singer just ca- takes care of itself. And that's the way we, we did our company for years. And the, the vocalists that we attracted, we would actually get uh, lead singers from bands come and just, you know, from cover bands that would just come and rehearse new songs on our oh, system. Oh, how cool is that? And so that way they could get a vibe. Well, you know, I'm thinking about doing this song. You know what? Let me go take the wheels off of here. We used to have this short guy that would come up out of New Jersey. His name was Kevin. And I'm looking at this guy. And uh, he, he comes Shout up. Shout out to Kevin. Yeah. He goes, I, I want to sing Queen of the Reich. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You know, because I'm that way with a lot of people. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock the boots off this song, and I'm thinking to myself, everybody says this, and then they go up there and they puke all over the microphone. <laughs> but this guy, okay, yo, at, at literally just almost five feet tall, completely unassuming. He, he looked like a, a little bookworm of a kind of guy, and when I tell you, I was glad I was sitting at the controls because when he went up and he did his first check note. I watched my peak meters just slam to the other side. I was like, holy hell, he could, he could blow it out. And he was badass. And then I find out that he was in a Judas Priest cover band out in Jersey. Oh, wow. So, yeah, but those, I mean, those were always the kind of people that we would attract. So mark your calendars for uh, yeah. Thanksgiving Eve and um, come join us at the goalpost. We're going to go line, go line, go line and have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'd like to remind you that um, you can enter. Send us your music for Reverb Nation campaign. We're looking for holiday songs. Uh, also, uh, Main Street Judy, Jukebox is, uh, has some of our music there, and they have a lot of really great vinyl. So go check them out. Also, want to remind you that um, The Balcony Show is proudly produced at Rockhard Studios out of Stroudsburg. So uh, check them out for all your musical production needs. Rockhard <laughs> Studios. <laughs> he's gonna get it. Eventually, he's gonna get it. Yeah. He's gonna. We're, you're, you're gonna hear this everywhere. It's everywhere. If I could hit my, ooh, ooh. If this was thirty years ago. If I could hit that the way I would, I could thirty years ago. Forget about it. So, anyways, I think that's gonna do it for us tonight. Um, we're going to finish with a song from a local band, Don't Panic. They have been out and really doing a lot of cool things. They open for Bowling for Soup. And um, check them out, too. Don't Panic. Don't. It's Don't Panic, Just Rock. I think that's their tagline. So, Word. Word. Anyways, uh, Don't Panic, Whoa I is the name of the song. Good night, everybody, from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week, and hopefully the next time everybody will be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the meantime. In the meantime. i
regret it, well no, let's just forget it Do I regret it, well no, you shouldn't let it be Change your mind about you and I Do I regret it, well no, let's just forget it Do I regret it, well no, you shouldn't let it Change your mind about you and I What's one more time? Every rhythm has a rhyme Don't blame me, it's my addictive personality You can't see, it's not what I want but what I need I, oh, I Don't blame me, it's my addictive personality Between you and me, it's not the guy I need to be So step aside, it's And that's what's up.